Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with attitude. What's up, bro? Welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around talking about teenagers in tightly colored clothing, fighting monsters, and failing ch- uh, car shop class. Uh, I'm Zach, and joining me this week, we've got Emily. Hey! We've got Fabby. Wild not mild, let's go wings! Cross <laughs> the wing sauce! Anything yep. can happen. Anything did happen! I I I know people are following Blazeball. It's been really exciting to see how happy you've been. I don't know what any of those things can mean, I, but after we introduce people, can I talk for like three minutes about Blazeball? Fletcher asked me to. Uh, sure, so, one okay. second. Let me let me yeah, get over to our, our last guy, who is Mike. As the uh, designated nice boy, is it extremely important? that I tell you all explicitly that I don't think gender has anything to do with the ability to repair a car. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll get into it later, but it's kind of funny how much of an opposite the Car Ranger episode is to this. Okay, I'm excited. <laughs> Alright, um, this is the top of the episode. Mm-hmm. This is Blazeball time. Blazeball time. Fabi, what um, is Blazeball? Explain it to people. Yeah, I guess I need to hit the big the big picture is do you know um there's two ways to start this conversation and I feel it's the type of person you are, and maybe you know both. Do you know fantasy sports? Fantasy baseball, oh. fantasy uh Sure, I football. played fantasy football for a while. Okay. Do you know Salty Bet? That's that's where they have like like wizards and shit, right? Yeah, Griffins. <laughs> yes. Salty bed is the one with wizards. <laughs> I guess that's true. There is, there's wizards in Blazeball, isn't there? Eh, some, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, mm-hmm. There's demons, anyways. Um, so there's some Mern person, anyways. Um, so Blazeball, well, those two things, and do you know fandom? Like the concept fandom, of fandom. Yes. Okay, so you put these three concepts of like stat, sports stat tracking for in a gamified purpose, plus like a computer playing a competitive game against itself, plus fandom. And that's baseball. Baseball is basically a program that's playing baseball against 
itself Monday to Friday is uh, the season, Saturday is the postseason, and Sunday is the election. The election is the part where players actually can influence the game. You can vote to for uh, decrees that change how baseball is played. Some decrees have been like, for one season, there was a fourth strike uh, on certain teams. They, they needed four strikes to get... Uh, to get kicked out, or there's a, a new decree. I think the season that's... Uh, by the way, I'm talking about season 8 of Blazeball, so that, in case people know, um, one of the new decrees is that, like, I believe home teams start with one run. Uh, but anyways, people vote, and then, like, the most popular of those gets passed, and... Uh, then uh, there's also blessings, which are raffles, where you everyone puts boats in there. Oh, and you get boats with money, with fake money that you get by betting on the games. That's also how it's like salty bet. You bet on the games, you get money, you use that money to buy boats, and then you use the boats to change either your team or the league. And bl blessings, like I said, it's like a raffle, and they'll like make some players better or give them items. Or do like weird things. Uh, and and if it's depending. If you if people put boats. If people from your team put boats in a blessing. Uh, it goes in a raffle of everyone that put boats. And chooses a random person. And that person's team wins the blessing. Uh, I My team okay. is the Mexico City Wild Wings. Uh, we are known as the unluckiest team in baseball, or at least we were uh, before last season, uh, because we've received one blessing in, si well, now seven seasons of baseball, we've received one blessing. Um, wow. Yeah, a lot of teams, the Crabs have received over 10, I want to say. Uh, okay. And that happens for many reasons, but one one is luck and the other is like team size. We're a small team. We're the third smallest team in the league when it comes to fan now, base. Now, does that mean peop when you say smallest, that's like pe the people who are the fans? Yes, the people okay. who are the fans. Uh, there, There's people who look into the secret stats of baseball. Uh, commonly referred to as forbidden knowledge, and I believe they have found out like how popular each team is, and the Wings are the third least popular, um, behind the Dallas Stakes and the Miami Dali. I'm pretty sure. Um, but even then, I believe they have received more blessings than us. Uh, anyways, so. Season seven, we've had a pretty mediocre team, but there's one thing that happens a lot in baseball is that because of blessings and there's also weather that can change your team and change players, uh, players change in most teams. Every team except the Wings coming in on season seven had a, uh, had a player, uh, like changed, traded, changed, stolen, or incinerated. Which is a thing that can happen. There's a rogue umpire that can incinerate players. Um, okay. Yeah, it's happened a lot. Uh, it usually only happens in the postseason, but it can happen on the regular season too. Um, so we're going to season seven with our original season one lineup. We're the only team that has done that. Also, 
they're used to the leagues. You know how they have like East and West or whatever. There used sure. to be the good league and the bad league, but then there was a blessing that changed and reorganized the leagues into the Wild League and the Mild League. My team, okay. the Mexico City Wild Wings, got put in the Mild League. Um, oh, I see. We were obviously very upset about this. And, uh, because fandom is part of this, uh, fans have created like the lore for characters and themes. Like all the lore is fan made, which means it's okay. all real and not real. Yes. Question. I was going to ask because, yeah. so I've seen a lot of fan art of Blaze Ball, and it's mm-hmm. like this one is a minotaur and mm-hmm. this lady, this is a mermaid. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know if that was a, th- is, if that was like in the game. Or mm-hmm. it was just something people made up. So official, like word of God, is that all fan theories and fan canon is both real and not real. Okay, um, perfect. Yeah, uh, it, but like the the official account will retweet like fan art and will retweet, uh, and also like you can see fan art in the in the uh, website and will retweet like player role play accounts. Of which, of course, I made one. Um, and, uh, <laughs> nice. yeah, I don't know. It's, it's really inclusive and fun and good. And I really enjoy the fan creating side of things. And usually, like, the way people choose what a character is is based either on their name or just because. Uh, or one player or just that had a blessing. I like that yeah. reasoning. Or one player that <laughs> had a blessing. It was, uh, whoa, it's Homerun Jose Haley. Who's, uh, didn't really have a story, like, didn't really have lore until someone came in into the Discord, into the official, like, Wings Discord, and said, hey, can Jose be a werewolf? And everyone was like, yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> and so, Jose is a werewolf now, and then when we got our one blessing, what's a mushroom that would make a player big, and it randomly got to Jose, the werewolf, so now we have a big werewolf. Hmm. Well, we had, I'll get to that rules. Mm-hmm. That's great. <laughs> uh, so we have our seven season. Oh, so I would say I'm trying to keep this concise. I see we're at nine minutes. I'm trying to yeah, keep this not, concise. Yeah, it's not being concise, honey. <laughs> I'm doing my You're best. Fine. You're fine. You're um, fine. I asked. I wanted to yeah. know. Uh, um, so we get sent to the we get sent to the mild league, and uh, in fandom we have decided that uh, well everyone kind of collectively decided that there's like a, an under league for every team, which is like you know minor leagues. Uh, in our like official under league for the Mexico City uh, Wild Wings is the Mexico City Wild Wings legal team, which is also our legal team, uh, but they're also like our minor leagues team. Um, and, uh, someone made an account for them and people wrote a lawsuit that's really funny. It has like a wings menu at the end, tweets. Uh, it's a really funny lawsuit that people did being like, Hey, this is defamation. You have put the wild wings in the mild league. Um, so we did that and they, caught a lot of traction. The Wings had been like a team that had never been the center of of baseball. This was in season six and uh, we were suddenly like retweeted by the main baseball account and like um, we were countersued and to make story short the 
Blazewall gods, and I'm doing quotes, the devs, um, decided to fuck around with us and change her name to the Mexico City Mild Wings. Uh, just because. Okay. Those fuckers. This is all extremely fascinating, and I did ask, and I'm really glad that you explained to me. But uh, I, I guess what I'll say about it is, like, it it's really cool that there's this big thing that is apparently extremely fan-driven. I think the thing that made me kind of hesitant to try and jump in is I, I feel like I didn't understand, like... Like all the fan mm-hmm. stuff sounds cool that they've they've decided like what all these characters are and 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 added backstory and stuff, but like it made it seem to me like super impenetrable because mm. I was like okay so I guess this guy's a <laughs> werewolf like so he's probably got different stats or powers or <laughs> uh, there is there's some before before we wrap this up Fabi the last thing you said was the name change. It got changed okay. to Mild Wings. And it sounded like you were yeah. building up to something and it spent the last eight minutes doing so. And I would like to I know will. the end of the story immediately, please. Uh, so we get changed to the Mild Wings. Uh, and uh, yeah, and then they also like change her name to Wexico City for a little bit. Um, because what? Mexico. And so they were basically messing around with us, which on one hand was very fun because like, we had never made it to the postseason. We were a pretty mediocre team, and th- we were suddenly at the center of attention on um, Blazewell, but also, like, now people were calling us the Mild Wings, and we were like, oh, well, feels like you're punching down to, like, a small team, but whatever. Uh, yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking from but, that story. But then y'all won, which rules. That's season six. Then season seven happens. Uh, we lose season six. We don't get any blessings like usual. Usual wing stuff. Um, we don't make it to the postseason. We end up like near the middle to bottom of our, of our division. And then the next season, um, a bunch of really good players and other teams got incinerated. Uh, because side note, the, the next part I'm gonna say is not like fanon. Everything that I'm gonna say is like, Happened in the game. It's not created by fans. Um, okay. They, okay. Before yes. you get into this list, Fabi, I love you. Please make I it quick. Try my best. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to talk to the rest of the episode, so enjoy the Fabi while you have it. Uh, so, uh, players resurrected a player from the Seattle Garages called uh, Jalen uh, Jaden Hotdog Fingers. Uh, and she, uh, <laughs> she has now has the tag unstable, I think, or she has a debt, a debt, D-E-B-T, um, which means she's a okay. pitcher and she hits players in the face and that makes them unstable. <laughs> and when they're unstable, they're more likely to get incinerated. So last season, at the beginning of the season, a bunch of pe- players, like, some really good players and different teams got incinerated. And I think it was a combination of that and luck, schedules, or something. We ended up, we had a stretch of like 13 consecutive wins, like on Wednesday. Then we were like, this is not normal. We don't do this. And then by, by Friday, when it was finishing, we were like, there were three games left. And if we won two, 
and the uh, Tigers lost two. We made it to the postseason, and we did. And we're like, hey, we're happy. We made it to the postseason with the same team. No one else has been like changed, uh, meaningfully changed. There's been some small stat boosts, but not much. This is great. We're doing great. We can lose the first game Saturday morning. We'll be fine. We win the first game. We won the first series, and then we go against we go against the garages and Jalen uh, hot tub fingers, and then game two. Five of our players get hit and become unstable. Oh, and then shit. one of our players, one of the most popular players, Miguel Wheeler, who is, uh, well, was, rest in violence, Miguel, was uh, a, f- a tire full of rats with a baseball bat uh, tapped, uh, <laughs> taped to it. Um, uh, Miguel gets incinerated. And but that's like no. on the third game or the last All game, but like gets incinerated, and because of the way stats work, I don't know, it still scores a run after after Miguel gets incinerated. Um, it's <laughs> people are like, yeah, no, the rats just went to home base and they counted it, I guess. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they just dragged the the, the tire. Um, so it's fine. We we get there, so that means we have won two series. We're going uh, to the finals uh, against the San Francisco Lovers, who like pulled the biggest upset of the postseason by beating like the strongest objectively team, the the uh, Baltimore Crabs. I always forget cities, but yeah, the Baltimore Crabs and the Lovers win, and then they go against us. And we don't sweep them, but we win like three out of the four games in the series, including like some with our worst pitchers. And we still win where we we win. And that's the thing that no one expected. It shouldn't have happened. There's no reason why this happened except like luck, luck. Uh, and it was amazing and static. And then Sunday, blessings happened. And there was a blessing to steal three players from the champion. Because I guess people expected the champion to be an awesome team. And it was us. Um, yeah. So they stole our best player. They stole the werewolf. They oh, stole no. Juan Jose and his mushroom. Uh, they also oh. stole Axel Cardenas and then gave it back. Uh, it was weird. Uh, so I love the wings. They're doing terrible this season. They're my favorite team. I will now accept 30 seconds of questions before we go into Power Rangers. Uh, I don't really have any questions. Yeah. You covered it. I'm sold. Uh, that sounds... What I'm going to say is just go to the website, choose a team, and start like betting around and watching the games and see yeah. if you like it. You don't even have to touch the Discord or Twitter it's... or anything else. It's good to know that it's the, the crazy mm-hmm. stuff, like is a mix mm-hmm. of actually in the game, like the incinerations and stuff, and just I, fan-made. Like, that makes it a, a little more approachable, I think, to me. I think that's why the fan stuff works, because if it was just people making stuff up all the time, it wouldn't make sense. But, like, the fan stuff comes from the mechanics. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Well, cool. Well, congratulations. Thank you. I will say a, a barrier that, that I would have is the fact that players can be incinerated. I'd be like, oh, this is my favorite uh-huh. player. And they died. I would just cry and then never 
play it again. <laughs> That's okay. You can you can you can necromance them and then they'll come back wrong. <laughs> that doesn't sound any better. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. What are you talking about? Uh, I mean, there's a whole, there's a bunch of movies about how you shouldn't do that. I can point it, point you towards yeah, them. It's cemetery. almost Halloween. Um, <laughs> my my favorite thing is that people that thing that brought them back was uh, they added a new system called the idol system, which you can choose your favorite player. And there was a thing that said the 14th most idolized player will go to the win who went to the team who wins this blessing. And people organize, everyone organized to give them back their original pitcher, uh, Jalen. And everyone was like, yay, we're bringing back this, this, uh, fan favorite character for the garages. And then they come back wrong and start. That's, that's great. That really rules. That's Uh, very funny to me. Also, if you do start playing, don't worry about peanuts. So anyways, Power Rangers. (laughs) Yeah. So that's Blaze Ball. Uh, yeah. you should, you should check it out if you haven't. I'm, yeah. I'm glad I got it's this like chance to figure out what the hell everyone was talking yeah. about. So I appreciate it. <laughs> there you go, Fletcher. Fletcher was asking me about this because I started posting on Twitter. There you go. Well, cool. Well, now let's talk about something else I don't know anything about, which is mm-hmm. cars. Because this, uh, Power Rangers episode this of- This is where I tune out? Of the cars themed season <laughs> is the first one where cars are like an actual plot point, as far as I can remember. Um, and it is Power Rangers Turbo episode 34, The Turn of the Wretched Wrench. And we open in, uh, in car shop class. Yeah. And I guess I don't. So the first thing I'll say is I, I grew up in, like a wealthy area, but did not go to the wealthy school. And we did not, we didn't, I don't think we even had like, I have shop never class. heard of any of this, anything like this. Okay. Happening. Like we had a shop class. I've never heard of like the school having garage? access to like an auto garage. Oh, where right. the kids could just I mean, go and work on cars. In, it's wild to me. Cause like I live in like small town, Canada. And like we had, a garage in our high school for shop class. Really? Really? Yeah. So, so let me, so, so in this, well, I guess I'll say it real quick. Basically, Ashley and Carlos are in car shop class. And uh, I gotta say, with the blue overalls and the green shirt, Carlos is looking Luigi. <laughs> he really does look <laughs> pretty, like, very Luigi today, which is great. <laughs> I approve. Um, I was and, gonna say I thought this was an American thing because like Greece has a car shop I think and I think there's been other um, American t shirts. I've seen it. I've seen it in cartoons Fabby, and stuff. I just I'm Canadian. Okay. <laughs> I was, yes, that's why it's, I was talking you know. about SAG. I was like, that's why I was surprised that it wasn't a thing in America. Uh, well, I mean, I'm it's sure, not I'm, a thing in Mexico. I'm sure it is some places, oh. but but. It's definitely not something that, like... I don't think like, it's a universal truth, but, like, yeah, yeah like, it happens. I don't know... I don't know anybody who... Like, no one's ever mentioned to me that they did this in high school, I guess I'll say. Like, I mean, like, like I'm, I said, I, it was in my high school. I didn't do it, because I wasn't really interested sure. in cars, but, yeah. Oh, uh, because you're a girl. That's why you didn't. No. No, no, no. What I was going to say is the reason I find this so surprising that it would be a thing in high school is because... Ashley and Carlos are working on it's not like they have a model and are like dr- you know drawing on 
you know, or, or, or like pu- putting together a fake engine. They have real cars that they, yeah. as far as I can tell, ruin while working on these cars. Well, they usually get like, like I, I, okay, I, I can't speak because I, I didn't actually go to the class, but it looked like they always had like junkers in there. Like it wasn't okay. like, they weren't like cars anyone was going to be driving. It was sure. just like for learning purposes. It's like cadavers in med school. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, it's it's just not something I've ever heard of, but that doesn't mean it's not it it's not real. It's just not something we had. But that said, uh, they are working. Carlos and Ashley are partnered up on a car. Um, the shop class teacher comes over to uh, see if it works, and like a, a good experienced auto mechanic, he just shoves his face way <laughs> down in there to to look at whatever it is. Don't- for the record, don't do that. Sometimes cars, like, hot water comes flying at you. Yeah, I don't know much so. about cars, but I do know that, like, hot gas and, mm-hmm. and vapor is bad. So, like, don't I do mean, that. I mean, he brings his face up, and he looks like a Looney Tunes character who was in an explosion. Like, his face is all, like, yeah. covered in soot and shit. Like, yes. <laughs> it's very funny. Um... He's yeah. He it totally looks like a cartoon. Uh, he says, "Did anyone? Can anyone tell me what they did wrong?" And uh, for some reason, I found this especially funny. Every single person in the garage apparently knows exactly what. Which is <laughs> Ashley very did surprising. <laughs> Every single thing except for Carlos and Ashley. Yeah. So I uh, I do want to point out one thing that's kind of funny about this episode. Is that the setup for this episode is that Ashley and Carlos are both really bad at cars. Yes. The thing is, and, and you know, as you would expect, the character arc is a character learning to be good at fixing cars. But only Ashley. Carlos is just kind of there, and I guess he's still bad at cars in the end. <laughs> Carlos remains bad at cars. I mean, he does I, not. I, I honestly kind of appreciate that he's there because, like... He's not good at it. He doesn't get better, but also he doesn't care as much about getting better as Ashley does. Like Ashley has a motivation in he this. He doesn't have like a chip on his shoulder about it. He it doesn't bother him that he doesn't. He's not good at it, which is is kind of interesting. Yeah, I kind of. I mean, it's okay to be bad at something, kind of yeah, thing. You know? I mean, <laughs> I t- I did take uh, um, I took a bunch of classes I wasn't good at. We don't need to go into it, but yeah. Um, so one of the things that that. Uh, is interesting about this setup is that that my wife pointed out is like, wait, don't they have car resorts? <laughs> and it's funny. It's mostly funny to me because the show has sort of provided an answer for this way back in the original series near the beginning. They were basically like, yeah, when you morph, you'll learn all about the information about your Zords. So I'm going to assume they don't know shit about cars until they're morphed, and then they do. <laughs> well, I mean, like, they don't norm. Like, how much does, does do you... I mean, I don't know. Maybe you know about cars, Zach, but, like, the the average driver doesn't know that much about the me- internal mechanics of their cars. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah, no, I don't know shit about cars. I, yeah. I can... <laughs> I can change a tire? Maybe? So, like, and you can still drive your car. True. Fair point. So, like, why can't they just know how to drive and not, you know, know how to fix them? Okay. Good point. You are correct. (laughs) We cut up to Divatox, who is, uh, her periscope's broken. Uh, she blames Elgar. 
but you know it's just it's busted. apparently a rule that he can't use it even though he uses it all the time it's never come up he, before. you know diva talks likes to make up rules it's fine uh That's he does he does pull out uh elgar pull, pulls out i don't know the space phone book i guess mm-hmm. um to look for somebody who can fix it and uh, I guess Porto's like on vacation or something because isn't he a science officer? No, but he he gets jealous later. Yeah, I don't. Is he in this episode? Yeah, he gets jealous later okay. that they're using That's the maniac, which mm, not a great name. No. Uh. So also, I have a very important thing I need to say. Um. Hmm? Cassidy says hi. Oh, hello. hi, Cassidy. Hi. <laughs> Uh, so, let's talk about this phone book that Elgar pulls out and tears the ad out. Okay. And just, like, get, like, please, this ad needs to be the picture for the episode. Because <laughs> it's fucking incredible. I don't know, uh, okay, so I'm assuming most of our listenership knows, you know, what a phone book is and what an ad in a phone book looks like. It's, it's pretty, you know, a cliched thing. It says, uh, Maniac Mechanic. I fix and build anything, helped overthrow three galaxies, <laughs> call now, area code infinity sign, M-O-N-Z-T-E-R. It's so good. This is the best part about this ad to me is that three is in italics. So it's like, listen, I understand that you three don't think whole that galaxies. Over- overthrowing one galaxy is impressive. Three, baby. Count them up. <laughs> Yeah, it is real great because like there's a a drawing of him and the I fix and build anything is like there's like a thought balloon coming out of his head. <laughs> like this this feels so specific to the aesthetic of like local business ads in the phone book. <laughs> it just it tickled just this this, the, this weirdly nostalgic part of my brain so much. Aww, it's very say, funny. It has the same energy as we're two best friends. We'll help you carry stuff. We're very strong. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's very good. Yeah, I really, really like it. It makes me laugh. Uh, also, I guess the way the space phone book works is if you just say the name of a person in it, they magically oh, yeah. appear. Yeah, because that's what happens. He just shows yeah. up immediately. A phone book. Um, this monster design is. It's okay, I guess. He's got like a big uh, apron with a bunch of tools on it. Uh, the face is bad, but you know that's fine. <laughs> well, what's and- wild about this is most of the monsters are like they're like either a robot or a monster or an animal, or maybe they're like a plant. There's something. This is just like a really ugly man. <laughs> it's just a dude. Yeah, it's like. Yeah. It, it's like the when when a Pokemon is just a guy, and you're like, that seems weird. But okay, yeah, it's, fine. it's weird that Mister Mime is a thing. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, listen, like, listen. That's not that's not an animal. That's just a man who can make force fields and fuck Ash's mom. Like, that's that's <laughs> not. Oh, no. No. <laughs> And we've decided that for some reason, because of his profession, he deserves to be trapped in a Pokeball. I, 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 that's why I prefer Galarian, Mr. Mime, because that, the middle part, that's not a real man, that's a monster pretending to be a man, because, like, the stomach is the real face in Galarian, Mr. Mime. Yeah, that, that one's creepy, I don't like yeah. it. <laughs> so, 
Uh, he shows. I do up. kind of love that. It's like, man, we need to, we need to, uh, like, here's here's the gimmick for for the next Pokemon. Uh, we can't we can't just keep inventing new Pokemon. We're running out of ideas. Let's have twists on existing ones. Like here's an here's an executor, but its neck's real long. Isn't that cute? Uh, it's kind of English themed, so let's turn a, a, a wheezing into like a smokestack. That's great. Uh, fucking, you know what people need more of, Mister Mime. Yes, listen, uh, I hate it. I my listen, Taylor Loretta like Files out there is the Mister Mime <laughs> defense squad, and it's contagious. So. <laughs> <laughs> Fair you know, enough. I don't like him, but I'll, I'll respect Mr. Mime. All right, well, stay six feet away, social distance, <laughs> so I don't catch it. But uh, this guy shows mime. up, and he says he can fix anything. He's the maniac mechanic, um, and he is talking. It's basically a reference to, like you said, Mike, to local TV ads where they would say, like, oh, you know, I'm mad you know, whatever, and I'm mad Eddie, and I've got all these cars, and I want to sell them to you, but he's, he... Yeah, I can fix it no matter what it is, no matter what's happened to it. If it's broken, blasted, busted, or buried, I can, I can whip it back into shape. And his, his pitch is, is like, I do want to be clear, though, I am not just mad, I am insane. (laughs) I am, like, I am crazy. I I, Uh, I like how into this Divatox is, like, I think she repeats, like, that he's a maniac, like, 16 times in this episode, like, like, as a term of endearment. Like, when she's happy about him, it's like, oh boy, a maniac, and when she gets mad at him, she's like, oh, fucking maniac, like, she says the word maniac so many times. (laughs) she's kind of horny for this guy oh god i don't want to picture that kind of you don't have to picture it it's in the episode it's the text i didn't want to keep saying maniac but then i was gonna say she's very horny for mike so that or is that the name of the guy maniac mike or the imagine no he's like maniac mechanic mechanic there we go i was thinking pizza mike 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 was the pizza guy there we go yes that's why. You're, you're still chasing those pizza dreams, Fabi. I, I understand. It's, it's a fine. good episode. <laughs> why can all why can all turbo episodes be the pizza episode? <laughs> if only. Uh, but then, would the pizza episode be special? That's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when all episodes are pizza episodes, none of them will be. We cut to Ashley, who, who is uh, driving. I guess what's her car? A yellow Volkswagen, and it starts breaking down. Uh, and she has to pull off the road. We then it's see... It's also playing amazing diegetic music. I always yes. love the diegetic music in this series. It's actually, uh, it's the same song uh, that Tommy was dancing to at ah! the beginning of our favorite episode, Zach. The the not musical musical episode? Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, so then we see uh, the, mad, the, the maniac mechanic fixing... The uh the periscope, by which I mean he just like waves his wrench at it in super speed. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, listen, I've played Team Fortress Two. I know what wrenches can do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just hit it and it works. So, so he fixes it, and then she says, "Hmm, interesting. You fixed a periscope. Now, could you build me a battle car?" <laughs> These battle two wagon. things are battle wagon. Yes, these two I things mean, are fairness, equal. In fairness, he did repair the periscope in about three seconds. True, he's very good with his wrench. The man knows what he's doing. 
It is also funny because he says, like, yep, I fixed the mirror. Like, he lists the pieces of the periscope, even though we saw him just kind of whack it. But I guess he did. He's just that good. So, um, yeah, but the thing he says, he's like, I can build you that. You just need to get me the parts. Right. So he needs the parts for a car. And she's um, she's thrilled. And actually, this uh, we get a quick gag that calls back to something we glossed over. Uh, when Diva talks is yelling at Elgar about the broken periscope, she says, listen, I told you not to touch the periscope. And he goes to like beg her forgiveness. And she like stops him, says, and don't touch me either. And then here, when she's very <sighs> happy with the mechanic, she says... Oh, I, I love what you do. You may touch me. And she holds out <laughs> her hand and he just like takes his like a finger and just daintily like pokes her hand. Yeah, that like, is very like, cute. He it's like a pokes- very nice gag. This is why I love this Diva Talks, because she does shit like this and it's really funny and good. So we cut over to Ashley. She's got a book out, uh, a textbook out, which convenient, uh, and she's trying to fix the car. Zach, but she can't Zach. Go ahead. Zach. She is in an auto repair class. Uh-huh. They probably have a textbook. I didn't say sh- what? I know. I didn't- <laughs> it's because you said yeah, it's but convenient, the, but I think very what, convenient. What, what Zach, it sounded sarcastic. I think what Zach meant is that it's convenient that she's in an auto shot class. Right, that she just okay. happens it's, to break down. I, yeah, it's, it just you sounded sarcastic. I was no, I was no, like, no. Zach, I, are, yeah, you, it, are you of all the things going on in this show, is your is your problem the contrivance that she has a book about her problem? <laughs> I think the problem is after like how many? Five years? Eight years of this podcast? Everything you say sounds sarcastic. It's true. I, yeah, I have sarcasm sarcasm uh, syndrome. But yeah, so she's trying to fix it. She can't figure it out. Bulk and Skull show up in a tow truck, uh, which Ashley doesn't realize it's them as first. So she's like, oh boy, somebody's here to save me. And Yeah, then- like that's their job for the week is they're, they're a towing company. Yep. But also, and this is this is something Emily was uh, really big about pointing out when we were watching the episode earlier. The guy, like, even if they work for an auto mechanic, the guys who operate the tow truck don't try to fix the car. Yeah, no, of course not. Uh, they just drive cars, uh, and so Skull accidentally backs up the tow truck into uh, her car and smashes the headlights. And uh, Bulk says, oh, don't worry. I'm sorry about that. We'll fix it. Don't wor- uh, And we'll even do it ourselves. And Ashley's like, oh, good, which is pretty good. I like that part. Um, so he pulls, uh, Bulk pulls out the, like, hook to hook it uh, to the, to her car and gets under the, uh, under the car. And then some Piranatrons show up with Elgar and uh, the joke is that there's a whole big fight and uh, Bulk doesn't hear anything or understand what's happening. And he's just under there. Yeah, uh, it, it actually, Skull kind of hides, too. So Ashley really could have morphed, but she doesn't. So, but that's true. fine. My favorite part in all of this is that uh, Elgar is just carrying, like, a plastic storage container you could buy at, like, a Target. Mm-hmm. He literally has a Rubbermaid that he just he just bought somewhere that he's going to put these parts in. Yes, I also yeah. love that part. I it's love very that he's funny. just like, oh, brakes, yoink. Yes, yeah, it, it's great. Uh, the other part I love is that uh, Skull rolls the window up 
so that, yeah. so that they won't get him, I guess, which is like really cute. <laughs> it was <laughs> silly. Um, so the uh, Elgar walks up to Ashley and basically is like, "Oh, I need these parts. I'm just going to take them." Uh, there's a big fight while uh, Elgar takes the parts. A, a pretty good unmorph fight with uh, Ashley because, like, yeah. you know, we, have, we haven't seen a lot of unmorph fights. Um, this since we bought the new cast, they've been a few. They've been a b- bit more often happening, but this one's like really focused on like just her kicking butt, yeah. and it's cool seeing her actress get really physical and kick yeah, some ass. It's, it's cool. I like it. And and she's it's also just, dressed it's... in a mechanic uniform and like got grease all over her, so it's like also kind of hot. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Um, she is. Uh, it, it's funny because the through line of like i feel like the last 10 episodes is the power rangers fight piranatrons while elgar does something right next to them and they don't do anything about it like (laughs) i feel like this has been an extremely uh consistent plot for the past couple episodes and it's very funny to me uh so he's just stripping all the parts off her car while she fights um uh, Pranatrons, and literally we cut it back over to him, and he just puts a tire in this big Rubbermaid and then teleports <laughs> away. It's very yeah, goofy. The, the Rubbermaid container he has is really funny. <laughs> like, I love that he just steals a tire. No, I think he takes a lot of stuff, but that's well, no, the I thing. Know, but like, I, I, as opposed to four the tires. four tires you would need right, for, yeah. for what the guy's going to build. For some reason, he only needs the one, I guess. Um, she, Balk, uh, the, the Piranatrons leave, Balk gets out, and he's like, what happened to your car? Because it's all smashed up. Um, we cut uh, to the gym and juice bar. Uh, and one, one thing here, I just realized this is like the most impactful thing that's happened to the Rangers in the entire series, because she's got to pay for all that. Yeah, it's it's something that the, sh- the episode doesn't really deal with, but like, whenever, you know... Something bad happens to the Rangers, and it's like, oh, you know, I lost, you know, my, I lost my communicator, like something like that. That's it's none of that really equals my cars got smashed up, and I'm a teenager. Like that's bad. <laughs> yeah. Your parents are gonna be pissed at you. Like it's not good. <laughs> it's not even just smashed up. It's not like she got into an accident. They stole a bunch of parts. They stole one tire. Like, all that shit is... It's gone. Yeah, like, how are you going to explain that also? Like, it's just... Yeah. I mean, I guess you could, like... Maybe at this point, because it's Angel Grove, you could be like, you know, go to the insurance company and be like, yeah, I got attacked by monsters and they stole a bunch there, of parts from my car. There must be monster insurance. Like, and Skull yeah. saw the monsters, so she's got like a witness. Like, My guess is that you can get monster insurance, but it's like hurricane insurance where it's separate. It doesn't come with the car insurance. You got to pay extra for okay, it. Okay, but if you're an Angel Grove and you don't have monster insurance, you're, 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 you're doing yourself. You're playing yourself- with fire. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they go to the gym and juice bar. Bulk and Skull give her a ride. Uh, and TJ. And they say another satisfied customer as she walks yeah. away. <laughs> TJ is like, you know, we wanted to get you a present, a present because we thought it was really brave for you to take auto shop. Sorry. I just had like flashbacks of people telling me I'm brave when I, I heard that. 
And I was like, it's Ashley Trans? Why why are people calling her brave? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, to, to your point, it is a weird thing to say, like, you're brave for taking a class. And, and we're going to find out that, like, it. she basically took it because people said girls can't take auto shop class. Which, her dad. Which also, there were other girls in the auto shop class, so, okay, whatever. Anyway. Well, uh, specifically, her dad says girls can't that's right yes yes. wasn't that the case but luckily carlos here um he ordered some women respecting juice uh, Uh, because he's like i don't think gender has anything to do with your abilities as as a mechanic because he's like i'm shitty at it i'm a boy (laughs) yeah yeah listen i suck and i'm a boy (laughs) yeah uh it's that's pretty funny uh justin also mentions that this is a lucky wrench uh, which seemed like it was going to be a plot point and is not. <laughs> I mean, no, it I is. Think they just, they, yeah, I mean, like, they just need to, like, make the wrench important to her. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um, Mulk and Skull walk in and ask for some, uh, a milkshake. Uh, we cut over to Ashley explaining what happened, uh, that, a bunch of parts got stolen off her car, um, and she explains like, and then I tried to I tried to fix it, I couldn't fix it, and then Balkans or uh, and then uh, they showed up and uh, uh, stole um, stole all the parts off my car. Um, they tell her that not to worry, that they're going to get the car back, they're going to fix it, don't worry about it. Uh, and then, um, we cut to the next day. Um, do we need to take a break? Let's take a quick break. At the end of this day, one shall stand, one shall fall. Honey, what are you doing? Just recording some lines for a promo for War and Beast, since we're reviewing the new War for Cybertron series. Uh Uh-huh. Well, that explains you're wearing your Optimus hoodie. But why aren't you wearing any pants? Uh, New episodes of War and Beast, Mondays on AudioEntropy.com. Alright, so we are back in Autoshop class, and uh, Ashley is saying she she can't understand why she can't get the carburetor uh, back together. Uh, and he says, you know, keep, remember, uh, what we talked about. You can't put two metal surfaces together without a, and then she says gasket and he hands her one and she's like, oh man, I can't believe I forgot the gasket. And she's like, why did you just hand me crown prince of the machine empire? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. 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 Prince gasket. Um, but she says, uh, well, what a dumb mistake. And Carlos is like, you really like relax. You know, this stuff, you just forgot and you're freaking yourself out yeah and and i i I, we get more of this teacher later he seems like a pretty good teacher like he Mm -hmm. he he didn't like tell her what to do he just kind of said like remember what we know and like kind of guided her to an answer and yeah like the words he didn't he didn't like get mad at her at all even when he got blown up in his face he never looked angry and he's he continues being cool yeah (laughs) like the words he uses are think it through yeah yeah 
I would imagine if you were an auto shop teacher for high school students, your patience would have to be just, <laughs> just insane. Well, it's just so. like, I guess like, I'm just like surprised because like a lot of teachers in this show just like have not really been teachers. They just kind of in background dressing, you know, <laughs> like well, this kind of actually feels a punch, like a teacher. They're part of the punchline. Yeah, they're teaching like burbs to high schoolers. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. like, like Appleby was always like an elementary school teacher, and like this guy actually feels like a real teacher. And like the other teacher yeah. we had was like an asshole who like turned into a monster or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> so. Bul- uh, Bulk and Skull show up to drop off a-, a car frame. So I guess, I guess, kind of how you were saying, Emily, that they use junkers. Sorry, I just know she's wearing a skirt, and she should not be wearing a skirt while doing mechanics. <laughs> no, probably but not. But in her defense, it's a really cute skirt. It is. Uh, it is. Cute. <laughs> I really want a plaid skirt like that. It's good. Um. So Bulk and Skull drop off this thing, and I guess the idea is they drop off uh, junkers uh, for the shop to use which makes sense this is just straight up a car frame though it there's there's no body on it um and that's well, so important. apparently bulk and skull been getting a lot of like urgent calls throughout the day i think it's because the the implication they're not very explicit about it which is weird because it's power rangers but the implication is that elgar has been continuing to run amok throughout the city just stealing car parts i don't uh, right, think for the that's mechanic the case though because they're like because this, this gets dropped off, and they're like, but we still need a frame, and that's why they're targeting this garage, because they have they just got brought in a frame. So if, if, if he had been doing that, why wouldn't he have just grabbed this already? Well, I, I but but they do say we've it's been really busy, so maybe he was stealing other stuff. I don't know. Um, but uh, so we do cut. So, yeah, then we cut down to or back up to the uh, space base. And uh, the maniac mechanic is like, okay, so I've got most of what I need, but I need a frame. And also I need a place to work because we are in a submarine, which it <laughs> would be a fair point if the submarine was not on a space base. You'd yeah, think there'd totally. be space. <laughs> um, you think there'd be space in a space base? Yeah, you would think so. Uh, so he looks through the, uh, um, oh my God, what's it called? Periscope. I always forget the name of that thing. And uh, he sees the garage at school and the frame and is like, haha, perfect. Uh, this is going to be great. I can build exactly what you want out of that. And he teleports down there. And then um, things get bananas. <laughs> and then this I episode- think you mean things get pineapple. Oh, the clown, because right. <laughs> this is some extreme pineapple. The clown shit. This episode <laughs> turned from fine into. Oh, uh, yes, please, at this moment. <laughs> Y'all were a fan of young Colin Baker here? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, I was. So he decides he needs a, mis- a disguise. Uh, he can't just go in there as the maniac mechanic, which I guess makes sense. You could probably just scare everybody off, but whatever. Uh, and Well, there might be Power a, Rangers in there is the thing. Right. In a bold choice... Uh, his design, or sorry, his design, his costume, <laughs> he transforms into a human, uh, which I guess is just he a thing monsters can do. He transforms into a 30-year-old man pretending to be a high schooler. Yeah. Yes, and uh, <laughs> importantly, his outfit bears no resemblance to what he looks like as a monster, but is completely insane, which I appreciate deeply. So, yeah, so this was this was the wardrobe department was like, okay, 
absolutely nothing can match. Absolutely nothing. We're going to give him several chokers. We're going to give him a giant, like, multicolor plaid overshirt uh, over a t-shirt that's a tie-dye. Uh, suspenders on, uh, like, like red plaid pants. Hiked up too high with the legs too short. Yellow socks. And big old shoes with just massive heels. Brown leather shoes. It's the best. I, yeah, it's it's, I have it several friends who would love this look. <laughs> Honestly, he makes it work pretty yeah. well. Like, it's... He, he doesn't look that much more ridiculous than, like, for example, Bulk or Skull's fashion. Like, Oh, man, no, sorry, I gotta correct something. I said his, his shirt was plaid. His shirt is not plaid. His shirt is patchwork. It looks like a quilt. Yeah. Yeah. That's what. That's why I made the sex doctor joke earlier. That 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 he's blonde. Yeah, it's honestly a a pretty good comparison. Yeah, and curly hair. Yeah, uh, I, I, I my favorite part is like the key rings hanging off his chokers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What's also is this guy, this guy's performance, mm-hmm. and this is the part that gave me the most like pineapple the clown energy. He's just, I'm gonna be a human now. <laughs> He's I acting tried. way more, um, for lack of a better term, manic as a human than as a monster. <laughs> it's like I'm your new student. My name is Manny. Manny. Hi, I'm Manny, and I'm here to fix cars. And then he starts, yeah. like, giggling and going around and touching a bunch of people. And then, like, ooh, Ashley, I love your wrench. <laughs> that moment, Carlos should have been like, you're not fucking Manny. You're white. You're not named Manny. I ain't never seen a motherfucker <laughs> named Manny that looks like you. Blonde-ass <laughs> motherfucker over here. Right, because Manny is usually short, short for, for Manuel, Manuel, right? See. Yeah, so... I, yeah. That is what the joke was, yes. <laughs> well, I know, I'm just saying... Wow. No, it's okay. uh, I see, I see. Okay. I'll just uh, I'll just let you finish out the episode, and I'll leave, it's fine. Oh, no, Zach! Please, don't um, go. Listen, Zach, God knows I've been guilty of that many, many times. <laughs> it's fine. I just wanted to dunk on you. You got me, you got me. Listen, speaking of uh, horrible desires that cannot be resisted, Manny fucking loves this wrench. He wants this wrench so bad. He just, he, and like, seriously, this is, it's actually kind of hilarious how creepy this comes across. He just walks up to Ashley. He's like, Ashley, you have the most exquisite, delectable wrench I have ever seen. May I hold your wrench? He doesn't ask me. He just grabs it from her and like (laughs) Manny out here like doing some grade A chaser material. Like your exquisite wrench. I I like Carlos's expression this entire time. He's just like wide eyed concerned. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's Carlos does have this face of like, well, either this is a monster. 
or <laughs> like a serial killer. Like one or of one or two, uh, one or the other of these things. His, is his, true. his mouth is slightly agape. His brow is thorough upwards in concern, and his eyes are wide. <laughs> it's great. It's I don't really know funny. if I don't know if it's because this is just the character that Power Rangers keeps giving to its Latinx actors, but it's a very rocky sort of thing where he's just. I don't really know how to play off this scene, so I'm just going to look confused. <laughs> I mean, it's appropriate for the scene. Oh, yeah. Maybe. I would also be confused. Uh, the The teacher comes and talks to Ashley and takes her aside and says, hey, I want to say that uh, I understand you've been having some trouble in class, but just so you know, the uh, shop is open after school, so you can come here and spend some extra time if you want to. Um, and she's like, oh, thanks. Um, and then we cut back over to this Manny just going nuts, uh, laughing at some parts. And, uh, Ashley's just like, okay, so, uh, I'll be here after about, at about three 30. Um, and then we see Manny bend a wrench in half. Uh, cause I, he's still got monster strength, I guess. Yeah. Well, he's, he, re- he wants Ashley's wrench so bad. He's got to have that specific wrench. <laughs> he's got to have that precious, precious wrench. It's like, you know, that thing when you're gripped, sometimes like you're holding something will tighten. If you see someone who's really attractive, he's just like, oh, that wrench. So he wants <laughs> to wrench fuck the wrench. Yeah. Is what you're mm-hmm. telling me. Okay. <laughs> he wants to do things with the wrench. Yes. One of the, yeah, you know, he, he'll figure it out. Listen, this guy is extremely into fucking taking some power tools and just putting them down there and doing some things. <laughs> just figuring it out. Uh, <laughs> Carlos and Ashley uh, meet back up after school and decide to head over to the shop. Um, yeah, Carlos uh, Carlos is going gonna, is gonna to escort Ashley over to the shop. Uh, it actually is. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know how to feel about the fact that the teacher, like, I like this teacher and I don't think this is what the show was going for. It's a little weird that he's just like this one specific young girl in the class is like, listen, I'll keep the garage open for you. Oh, just, God, uh, you're not getting just, into the, No. To be <laughs> fair, it's not like he was there. He just left the door open and then left. <laughs> um. I took it more as he notices that she's really like frustrated that she's not doing yeah. well. No, I know that's what they're going for, but I'm just like you. You should like you should definitely invite two kids at that point. Just, that's I, fair. I mean, play it safe, buddy, for your sake, if nothing else. I his vibe wasn't even close to that. It was like harmless <sighs> teacher vibe. Like I don't I'm just know. paranoid, I guess. Yeah, so, a little bit, honey. <laughs> so they show up. Listen, the world's mm-hmm. horrible. It's okay to be mm-hmm. skeptical. Uh, they show up outside the garage, and a bunch of Pronotrons show up. Um, and this is a, another good on more fight. Like there's some good ones in this in this uh, episode. Um, we also see while they're fighting, uh, and man, Carlos like just gets some really cool moves in this. Did you uh, say we cut to the, the, the submarine and we kind of like saw that they were like looking at what's going on up there? Did yes, we do that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Um, uh, I like that Ashley did a bunch of stunts with like uh, an old swing set. What, yes. what I yeah. like is that the monster's already in his monster form again. Like there's very little time spent with human mechanic and. Yeah. I mean, we'll get a little bit more. Just a but, little taste. But it is, it is a very quick portion of the episode. I'd love that it happens, but yeah, there's not that much of it. 
They bust. I mean, in. there is there is one bit that's missing, and it's the the fact where he cackles evilly and then melts and turns into an octopus. We, were, we definitely <laughs> missed that. Oh boy! Um, so they uh, finish off the Pronotrons, go inside, and see uh, Manny working on something under a uh, under a, a tarp, and. They're like, what are you doing? Also, you stole my wrench, you fucking pervert. <laughs> you creepy wrench man. Wrench pervert. Yeah, um, they go to re- to see what he's working on under the tarp, and uh, he transforms back into his monster form. What's great about him turning back into his monster form isn't just that it's horrible, but it's that they do it both before and after the fade in and out for commercial break, so we get to see it twice in a row. Yeah, it's great. You do see his. I my special favorite part is where his like mouth forms first, and I don't like that at all. It's gross. Um. So yeah, then they morph, uh, and he turns the the he reveals that it's the paddle wagon uh that he's been working on and turns uh turns it on and escapes uh ashley gets in her little yellow go-kart uh the turbo cart and we get our um we go into car ranger footage which i think is a good yes. opportunity to go to the car ranger garage yeah Stop at the Car Ranger Garage. So, um, this episode cut ahead a lot in the in the, in the the timeline of episodes. Like it went from like thirty to forty. So, like okay. it's it's it's. Uh, I'm not really familiar with like the grander scheme of what's going on, but um, the Bozoks are celebrating New Year's, and the the new big bad is like, you guys need to get your shit together and go out and fuck shit up. You're supposed to be a motorcycle gang. And they're like, well, all our cars are broken. So then he's like, well, there's this legendary wrench on Earth. And uh, I'll give you this car to, like, get it. So, like, almost... Um, we, we cut to the, the car rangers. And um, they're just kind of chilling, enjoying New Year's, too. And they run into uh, Signal Man with his mm-hmm. family, which I guess are on Earth now. And they've gone to okay. a car accident. And if you recall, the yellow racer is the mechanic of the group, um, Natsumi. And she uh, fixes the car, and everyone's, like, talking about how great she is at fixing the cars. And she she kind of, like, alludes to her wrench being special to her. Um, And then it's immediately stolen by the Bozox. And most of the episode is, like, a car chase, uh, which is pretty fun. Uh, We do get, like, um, like I said before, this is, like, almost the exact opposite of the Pioneers episode, because, like, again, Natsumi's, like, already a really skilled mechanic. She's already really good at it, and we learn that this wrench is special because it was given to her as a child, because she's always been interested in, in, in mechanics, so she used to go to this garage, and there was this old mechanic dude there, and he was like, girls make the best mechanics, because you need to have empathy with cars to and, and feel their pain... To be able to fully, like, correct them and girls have more empathy. Which <laughs> is still, like, sexist, but, like, at least it's, like, you know, he's saying girls it's are like good you mechanics. You get yeah, they're trying. For <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like, he he's talking about, like, how, you know, you need, you need, like, as mechanics, it's their job to understand the pain of cars and make it better. 
and then her wrench gets stolen away, and the same thing happens as this episode where the the blue the dragon chaser it's called in the um in the Sentai uh it gets it gets broken down and and she but in this she's like she's panicking because she doesn't have her wrench anymore and she thinks that like because it's just, it turned out to be this magic wrench maybe she didn't have any skill and it was mm. just the wrench doing everything and they're like no you're really good and they have to leave like in this and. After they leave, the the dragon maybe it's called the dragon cruiser actually, the, the dragon car, the blue car starts like it's alive, which doesn't come up at all in the, the Power Rangers, but it's a big port part of this. It starts like moving on its own, and like it's huh. like shitty and like it's blowing up and like it's like you know like imagine like a staggering warrior trying to get back to the fight, like it's not giving up, and she remembers that that cars are like humans and feel pain too. And she has to, to fix, you know, the dragon cruiser because, you know, she, you know, cares about it and, and like cares about cars. Um, and yeah, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's a kind of a really emotional scene. Like it's like playing this really sad music as it's like slowly driving off while sputtering. And like, it's, it's great. I love it. And yeah, pretty much uh, they beat it and she gets a wrench back and you know what happens. But yeah, it's it's a cool episode. It's really good, and like Natsumi's like my favorite character, so it's great having a focus That's on cool. her. That that totally makes sense since I started taking yeah. estrogen. I whenever I see a car, I'm like, I can feel their pain. I I understand the pain this car is going through. <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah. I haven't gone that stage of transition yet. See? Yeah. My wife names all our cars, so it checks out as far as I can tell. <laughs> I'm just having a, a flashback to fucking Fern Gully, of all things. Like, fucking touching something and being like, you can feel its pain, can't you? Like, yeah, fucking, it's, yeah. It's but I mean, it's at least car. in the, in the, in the car, car ranger. Like, like, like it, it's got to be like a metaphor normally, but like, the Dragon Cruiser is literally alive and literally feels pain. So like, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's just funny that it's so opposite of this episode. Like, that's yeah. very funny that, that it's that opposite. So it, they're chasing after, uh, the, the battle wagon, I guess the Dragon Cruiser. Um, and, uh, Carlos gets in the, the Thunder oh, no, Blaster the, 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 with. The, the the dragon cruiser or whatever is the same thing as the blue car in this, like the storm blaster or whatever it's called, or storm oh, chaser. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. I misunderstood. Gotcha. Yeah, that because okay. you remember how it breaks down in this episode and then have to fix it. Like the same thing happens. It's just it's more of an emotional scene with a living car rather than like I don't know. I mean, this, this, does. this is theoretically a living car, but <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't bring it up in this though. They bring it up in the car ranger, and I appreciated that because the whole time I was watching this one, I was like thinking about it, right? Yeah, they're talking about, like, replacing the carburetor so Ashley can, like, you know, pull on what she's learned earlier in the episode. But it's, like, it's so weird because the car's alive. It's a, it's, yes. a, it's an alien. This yeah. car is an alien. <laughs> that <laughs> is very strange. Uh, but also, like, there is, uh, there's the bit where, uh, so Justin just pulls up in, in Storm Blaster and it's like, Alpha filled us in on everything. Come on, hop in. And then Carlos locks his feet into the back and the audience cheers because it's so <laughs> funny when that happens. <laughs> like, I, like genuinely, uh, again, I was watching this earlier with Emily and Cassie. And like, when that happened, Cassie just fucking went nuts. Like, yeah, <laughs> Carlos put his feet in the thing. It's, it's funny every time. It's so good. And it's really good because the next time we see Carlos, <laughs> his like feet aren't in the car. He's got like one leg up on the, on the frame. 
Like, he's not yeah. locked in on the Sentai footage at all. Ashley uh, pulls up beside the monster and she's like, that's my wrench. And he's like, not anymore. And he transforms her wrench into the wretched wrench, which is this, a wrench. This thing looks demon. like the so fucking uh, demon sword thing that like Riku oh, yeah. has at the end of Kingdom Hearts 1. <laughs> Soul, Soul Edge is also a good comparison. Yeah, totally. Um, it's gross. It's tongue or it's it, the like shaft of it is a tongue. Basically, I don't like it. I I'm gonna get this wrong, but I have like I'm eighty percent sure that's no name. That's the sword you're talking about that Riku has at the end of Kingdom Hearts One. I might be wrong. Okay. I think that's the I one mean, with the yeah. eye. Anyways, it's also weirdly reminiscent of like the Yokai Watch crossover weapons in FF14. That's, okay. a, that's a reference for Emily and, like, five yeah. of our listeners. I started doing that quest, and then I forgot. She So he uses it to uh, unscrew her car or her wheel while she's driving, which is wild. Yeah, oh, it's uh, great. Like, it's a magic wrench. Like, in the same way that he can just hit things and repair them, he can also just ram it into things and break them. Yeah, Also, these things are apparently called turbo carts because they actually named them in this episode. I don't think they've ever yes. done before. Yes, that's right. Um, so he says, haha, sorry about that, but next time I'll destroy the whole car and you. And then he, he gets back in the car and goes, I love my job. And then pieces <laughs> out. And I love that. He's just such a great monster. There um, are a lot of contenders. Like we were, we were watching this episode earlier, like I said, and Emily and I were just talking about like, you know what? Turbo's fucking great. I, like, I'm, I, I mean, love it. The, the monsters are a lot of fun. I really, really agree with that. It, it might be my favorite season so far. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> there have been a couple of dud episodes, but not nearly as many as we've had in previous seasons. I, on the whole, I'm still like, and listen, some can still go horribly, horribly wrong. We've got like 11 episodes left, but like, God, Turbo's so good. <laughs> uh, so. Um, at this point, uh, they are chasing him, and he uses his magic wretched wrench to give. Uh, did we mention like, they kind of get they kind of get split up? Where like the the red car with uh, yes. the pink and red ranger are like right behind him, and then they pick up Ashley. Um, one thing you might notice about this scene because like uh, they keep cutting between um, Sentai footage for the monster and then American footage for the rangers. And the reason is because in the in the in the Car Ranger episode, the 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 Storm Chaser or Dragon Cruiser or whatever you want to call it is there as well, and Natsumi's there unmorphed. Oh, so okay. they have to like they have Cut to like film it. the the footage of them getting hit new in the yeah. American version. So they um so he is able to use this wrench to like turn bolts on the car and give it new weapons. He makes yeah. like a, a a gas or or like smoke cloud thing. He makes straight up guns that shoot at a lightning cruiser. He um, shoots a missile that that like he blows a lightning cruiser out of the sky. It, it's yeah, wild. This uh, guy is fucking one of the most effective monsters we've had this season. Considering he's a monster whose power is is a mechanic and has yeah. a wrench. I think one of my I think my favorite thing he does is he gives it he gives it a big buzzsaw on the back and I was like that okay. doesn't seem like go ahead. 
the buzzsaw is the best one uh uh, just because, like, the, it, in, the, in the Sentai footage, they actually showed the the red car, um, lightning cruiser. It, it, like, takes flight as it gets, it's getting shot at by this buzzsaw thing. And it's the most amazing effect of just this, oh, like, that's cool. this, like, photo of the lightning cruiser, like, slightly moving around the screen. It's beautiful. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I really like the, the, uh, the buzzsaw because it comes out and you're like, okay, so they're going to get close and he's going to buzzsaw them. No, it shoot. It's like in Zelda when you have all the hearts and you just hold the sword out and it <laughs> shoots laser beam. swords. It's basically <laughs> what it does. Um, it shoots laser buzzsaws. Yeah, destructo discs. Uh, yeah. And it <laughs> fucks up um, Mountain Blaster real bad uh, to, to the point where they have to pull off the road. Um, then uh, Lightning Cruiser takes off, like you said, and gets completely shot out of the sky immediately by a missile. <laughs> it's really, like you said, Mike, it's not going good for, for the Rangers. Um, it's really cool, though, to see it, like, fall, like, while, like, on smoking and stuff. And, yeah. Yeah. Then there's a bit where um, they try, the car is, the Lightning Cruiser is, uh, like, its power has been screwed with by the missile, so they can't start it. Uh, and I was like, oh, good. So uh, Ashley's going to have to fix it. And But then it just starts. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, never mind. Um, so then they continue the car chase into the quarry because, you know, it's got where it's got to go, basically. Um, over with Ashley and Justin and the Mountain Blaster uh, and Carlos. Um they realize it's the carburetor and Carlos is like, Oh, you just be rebuilt a carburetor, Ashley. You can do this. Uh, and to Ashley, she's like, credit, it's a magical car from space <laughs> though. Yes. She's like, that was a regular car. This is a space car that's alive. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but she, she says she'll try anyway. Um, uh, storm blast or sorry. Uh, lightning cruiser is in trouble. Uh, but the rest of the Rangers say they'll come over anyway, uh, except for Ashley, who's going to stay there and work on Storm Blaster. God, it's so hard to remember. The blue one. She's working on the blue one. Imagine She's trying to remember four names for the Japanese yeah. and English versions. <laughs> um, so Lightning Cruiser, the red one, is also screwed up. Uh, Carlos and Justin show up to help defend. Uh, they blast at the... Uh, uh, the mad, the maniac mechanic, but he shoots them with his car guns. Ashley fixes a uh, mountain blaster and then heads over to help. Uh, and when she shows up, she she basically shows up just in time to stop uh, the maniac mechanic from running over and murdering the other Power Rangers, which would be <laughs> kind of gruesome. Uh, yeah, we haven't really talked about the the design of the. Uh the bad guy car, but it looks very much just like a Batmobile and I love it. Yes, it <laughs> yeah. does. It, it looks like the sixties Batmobile kind of, yeah, it's, it's neat. I like it. Um, you know, we, I don't think we've mentioned at any point uh, and maybe we haven't, I just missed it. The maniac mechanic is not driving this thing. There is a whomper doing it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I, like, like that. I think this is the last appearance of one of these guys in this season. That is what it said on Ranger wiki. Uh, so uh, it's that's probably a shame. True. Um, they, Ashley and, uh, the, uh, mad, uh, 
sorry, the maniac mechanic have a fight on the car while it's driving, which is cool. Uh, I really enjoyed that. Uh, she gets they, they not- basically like have a sword fight with like wrenches and it's yeah, a wrench fight on a moving yeah. car. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, she gets tossed out. Uh, and pulls just pulls her gun out, which I think is the um. I think it's the it, it, it's, like it's the navigator thing with her yeah. gun combined. Yeah, yeah, it's the it's, super gun. It's weird that like I feel like in newer Power Ranger seasons they did a better they do a better job of like this is the new gun, but in a in like everything past the first season uh, that we've covered, like. Remember in Zio where we're like, wait, they have individual weapons? Like, we didn't even know that. Like, they don't really show the the gear that much in Zio and Turbo so far. So I keep not understanding what I'm looking at. But yeah, it's, she's it's, got- it's also just kind of a bad decision as like a, an advertisement show because they're kind of advertising toys and they don't really like you know, give yeah. us a chance to love the toys. <laughs> oh, uh, during their struggle, she managed to get the wrench, the big evil wrench. Uh, she, so she shoots, uh, the maniac mechanic, uh, blows it up, blows up the battle wagon. Uh, the wrench transforms back into her normal wrench. Um, they launch the torpedoes at the, ma- uh, maniac mechanic. He get big. Here's, here's the thing. It sounds like Zack is bored and glossing <laughs> over the fact that the monster dies and gets resurrected, but he's not the only one because Divatox does the same thing. Yeah, it's like ah, oh, you fucking t- I launched the, you know what to do, just fucking do it. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's she's I, so tired. Yes, she's very tired. Um, I mostly just want to get to the part where uh the Megazord when they summon the Megazord uh grabs the wrenches out of the maniac mechanic's hands and then twists his little Shrek ears with them, which is very funny to me. Like, <laughs> that what, made what me this, laugh really hard. What this made me, uh, what, what this made me want is that I wish this Zord's, like, regular weapons were, like, wrenches and stuff, because it's way more interesting than giant guns. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it would be cool if it was, like, tools like that would at least sort of make some sense and be less boring than big guns but yeah mm-hmm. um so he uh it's actually kind of surprising considering like at least in the sentai they're auto mechanics yeah, yeah they, and, work at a, and, they work at a mm-hmm. mechanic shop so i feel like they usually do a little bit like even uh overdrive which is one of the worst seasons the uh it's an exploring and treasure hunting themed show, and the weapon of the Megazord is a big shovel. And it's like, I wish yeah. we had that. <laughs> That's a shame that it's not a good season because that sounds really cool. <laughs> like that. It, it's a great it's idea a that is not executed season. well. <laughs> I remember the crossover episode being half good because it's the one where they bring a bunch of different uh, rangers from different seasons and Adam is their leader. Yeah, that one's um, pretty cool. Yeah. But like the the overdrive ranger parts of that show are not very good. No. So, I had, uh, leading up to this season, I spent so long hearing that Turbo's the worst and we're going to hate it. <laughs> I'm going to go into overdrive with an open mind if we get there. I I You know what? That's good. Yeah, you should. 
I, I'm not going to say anything about it. I've watched it more recently. Me neither. Um, That's one of the few seasons that has, like, a twist, and I won't spoil it. Yeah. I mean, I know what the twist is, but... Oh, but, but, never mind. But, well, anyway, so he, uh, the Megazord, uh, twists his ears with the wrenches and then just whacks him on the head with the wrenches, which is funny to me. Um, and then, uh, just gets the guns and blows him up. Um, we cut back up to Diva Talks, uh, and she's grumpy, uh, as always. Uh, she, she even references the ad and said, I, says, yeah. I can't. I can't believe he helped anybody take over three galaxies. I, I love that because, like, I don't <laughs> think they ever say that before then. It's just, it's just part of the ad, so you have to, like, kind of be watching yeah. to get that. <laughs> but I love I love this gag. Porto's like, hey, did you read the fine print? Because uh, his guarantee on the Periscope expires in three seconds. And then he counts down three, two, one, and then the Periscope falls apart. This is a joke that... You know how when you're a kid, there are certain jokes in cartoons and TV shows that, like, you know it's a joke, and you've seen it over and over again, but you're a child, so you don't have the reference? Absolutely. The, the like, joke uh, of the second the, warranty the 90s expires. was full of, like, lawyer jokes, and as a child, I'm like, it's funny, I guess? I don't know what's yeah. going on. <laughs> this reminded me that one of those for me as a kid was the idea that the second the warranty expires, the thing will fall apart. And I didn't even know what a warranty like was, but I knew that that was a joke. <laughs> uh, and that's just funny to me. The, what's funny is if you think about it, how are they going to enforce the warranty anyway if it didn't expire? He's dead. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's, that's true. They they weren't going to get uh, him to come back and fix it again. We cut down to uh, Ashley, Carlos, and Justin. Uh, real quick, Carlos's shirt is incredible. <laughs> he looks like out of like a like you know. Fabi mentioned Grease earlier. He kind of looks like like you know, like out of the seventies, maybe. Which is Grease is technically takes place in the fifties, but I think it is a. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, the 70s was all about nostalgic for the 50s. It's yellow, black, and white checkers. It also sort of looks like he's joined a ska band. Uh, he's got yeah. a gold chain necklace. He's looking good. <laughs> it is a good look. Yeah, complete with his like long hair. Like is it's it is a look. It is an extremely 90s look, but it's a look. So Ashley is explaining how she was able to fix Stormblaster's carburetor, uh, and she says it works like a carburetor for a normal uh, internal combustion engine, but the fuel jets are conical, so the Venturi allows a high-velocity airstream, and I'm pretty sure none of that means anything. I mean, maybe um, it does. I don't one of know. The, one of the bloopers is, is her trying to do that line and fucking it up, and it's actually pretty good. <laughs> That's very funny. Uh, I like how this is This is just, this is, for all intents and purposes, it's just an Ashley and Carlos scene wrapping up their sort of, like, story for the episode. But just, it's just in the back seat, because I guess they realized they didn't put him in the episode enough. They're just taking him <laughs> to the comic book shop. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um. So... Bol- uh, or sorry, Justin basically interrupts her because he does not want to hear the tech speak because he's confused, I guess. Even, Even though, though he's, he's like a genius. science brain, yeah. Right. <laughs> well, here's the thing. If 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 tech nerds like check out it with any kind of discussion, it's car talk. True. It's like, no, that's the oh, wrong kind of nerdy mm, shit. You're right. Um, don't, like, don't come at me with that nonsense. 
and he's like, hey, is that Balkan Skull over there? Uh, and it is, in fact, Balkan Skull over there. Uh, they pull up to Balkan Skull's tow truck, um, uh, just as Bulk gets blasted in the face with oil which, or something. Well, it looks like chocolate sauce to me, <laughs> which I, I think it probably is. I was going to say, I imagine that's because it is. <laughs> It worst it's barbecue sauce. Yeah. Because, like, it goes in Paul Schreier's mouth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they come talk to Skull, and Skull's like, oh, we're, the boss says we're fired if we don't get to the next job in ten minutes, and our car's broken down. Her little and, s- scarf thing is really cute. I'm just looking at it. In yeah, shot. it is. <laughs> it is cute. Uh, and she whips out her wrench that her friends gave her, uh, and she goes to fix it. And and Bulk is like, I don't know. And she's like, I don't want to hear that a girl can't do it. And I was like, I don't think that's what Bulk was going to say, but okay. <laughs> I mean, that seems like something Bulk would say. Bulk, I mean, sure, he's he's been sexist in the past, but um, she is able to fix the car and uh, get them on their way. Um, and I, I Skull, think one thing that happens is like if we don't make our next delivery in ten minutes, we're going to be fired. And then it turns out actually it's an it, it was an hour ago that was the case, and they're fired. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um. So so yeah, they do fix it, but uh, but yeah, they're still fired anyway. I I, I feel so bad for them. Like they're all yeah. laughing about how they're fired. Like it's a big joke, and it's like that's not funny. They lost this, their Skull, income. Skull like throws his hat away from the universe. Like I'm not going to need this anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna it, die alone on the street. <laughs> the, the the yeah the I don't know. We've talked about it plenty. The Balkan skull, uh, like them making fun of these people who are at this point like trying to make money to not starve is is not cool. <laughs> it's yeah. It was one thing when they were high school bullies, but now it's just like yeah. I don't know. Uh, so one thing I, again. I'm I'm so sorry if this is something we we went over at the time, but. I keep thinking back to the fact that when Ashley got the wrench, Justin says, it's a lucky wrench, and then doesn't elaborate any further. <laughs> How is this a lucky wrench? Where did he, where did it come from? Did his, is it another, like, magical thing his deadbeat dad gave him? Where? What is the story with this <laughs> wrench? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it doesn't, it's, like I said, I thought it was going to be a setup for something, and it's not really, like... Yes, it's hers, and she wants it back, but the lucky part of it doesn't really seem to matter. And I know that this is this is only something I worry about because it's me and I'm a, a fucking nerd. But like, yeah, like it just it keeps it keeps eating at me because like I feel like if you're going to drop that line, there should like just have a second line where he explains why it's a lucky wrench. I mean, we never know? know why it is, but I guess it does come up a little bit later in the fact that like Manny's like fucking horny for it like there's tons of wrenches there but that's the one he's horny for yeah but just <laughs> just just a throwaway line like oh yeah it, it was it was my uh my uncle's on my mom's side's wrench and like we were close but he's he's not around anymore you know like just fucking something anything or like ashley says like a lucky wrench he's like that's what the tag said <laughs> Make a joke out of it. I don't know. Yeah, just yeah. Any, anything. <laughs> anything. And we know you had a few more seconds you needed to fill because uh, we forgot to mention it during the summary. There's a ra- – like when they're summoning the Megazords, there's a mm-hmm. random bit where they reuse an explosion shot from the movie. Oh, I didn't notice that at all. 
Yeah, it's, it, yeah. It, it's you know, like this, it's even in the intro of the show, you know, the like, part where like all the different colored explosions go off and then the cars drive out in the desert. Oh, yeah. The, okay. the explosion from that is is just thrown in there for Weird. no reason. <laughs> they just needed some time, I guess. Fair enough. Uh, but so that's the episode. It's fun. I it's real goofy. I love the Manny stuff. Uh, it makes me very happy. Um, yeah, it's good. I had More a good time monsters turning it. into humans, please. <laughs> It's something I always wish they would do more often, and they never do. No, yeah, it's fun when it happens when there's a transformation. Uh, yeah, overall, I thought this episode was okay. I had forgotten most of it by the time we started recording. But, like, yeah, no, it had, like, the ogre bits are funny, and the Ashley bits are funny, and uh, Manny is, is... Manny, the wrench pervert, is funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> So, I wanted to ask y'all a question. Uh, uh, we're I'm, we're gonna wrap up here shortly, um, but we're we've been with our new Rangers for a little while now. Does anybody have a favorite of the new Rangers? I mean, uh, I was gonna say Carlos, but actually, I think it's a split between Carlos and Ashley. They're they're fun. I think their friendship is enjoyable. I, I can totally see that. And I think they've been explored, maybe it's because they were there, like, the earliest, but I feel like we've seen the most of them. Like, I know that Carlos is friends with Justin, and is like, a big brother with Justin, and, like, soccer, and is friends with Ashley, and tries to help Ashley out. I know Ashley likes fashion, and has this thing about cars, and cheerleading, we haven't gotten super, super deep with any of the new Rangers. I would say we know them at this point about as well as we knew the season one Rangers. Um, but I, th- and listen, I actually like them all. I really do. I like all the new Rangers. And honestly, I don't even really have that much of a problem with Justin. Like, I'm pretty, you know, happy with what's going on with the cast. My uh, only real problem with Justin is when they try to. M- make him like carry the episode and yeah it doesn't that, work super well that robo episode is still haunting yeah i was gonna say the <laughs> one thing that worked was that robot episode that the farther away we are from it the more i think about it and i go man that episode was really good <laughs> i i think i think my favorite might be carlos and it's for one very specific reason okay in all of the in all of the morphed stuff uh, they keep, and I don't know, I, I don't know if like the green ranger in the Sentai is just the one who's the most sarcastic or what. Oh, he, he's the goofiest for sure. Yeah. So he keeps cracking jokes. Him. And so Carlos is constantly cracking jokes during the fight scenes and he is so bad at it. Yeah. Just it, like, it's <laughs> endearing. Like, yeah, in, in, in much the way we loved Tommy's horrible one liners, like Carlos is that like, like probably more so because like with Tommy's one liners, he was trying to be cool and failing. Yes, Carlos is trying to be funny and failing, that's which the, I think the, is that much more endearing. I think that's the difference is because I think Tommy, I think Tommy's character thinks he is cool and is like excited that he is cool. And mm-hmm. when he failed a one liner where he was trying to be badass, it was like, oh, jeez. But Carlos is, like, just goofy, and he's just not very good at jokes. And I yeah, think that's cute. I, I know that there's an episode, I think it's in space, 
where Carlos doesn't feel confident as a ranger. And I feel like I can see, I hope it doesn't feel like, oh, that's just Carlos's like personality for this episode. Cause it feels like they're slowly putting stuff in of like, he's the goofier one. Uh, so we'll see. Yeah. I definitely um, do get the sense that there's, um, and again, this is us reading way too much into what little they give us, which, here. hey, welcome to Teenagers with Attitude. Yeah. I do get the sense that there's a little bit of insecurity there with Carlos. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. maybe the jokes are, to, he feels like he's compensating for something. He He's definitely like that bit. friend who's trying to be, like, self-deprecating and trying to be the funny friend, even if he's not that funny, just because he doesn't know what else he can contribute yeah, he's super gung-ho about, like, really encouraging everyone else about what they're doing. Like, you can do it, Justin. You can mm-hmm. do it, TJ. You can do it, Ashley. But he, he's not super, like... It's it's interesting. Like, in this episode, he's like, yeah, I can't do car shit. I'm a dipshit. But, Ashley, what? you got it. You got this. <laughs> it, it, it's interesting when he... Because when he was introduced, he was, like, the confident soccer yeah. player. And now yeah. he's, like... Out of that element, he's maybe not so confident. Um, Power Rangers has taken his confidence away. <laughs> for me, um, Cassie was my favorite like near the beginning of the new cast because she was kind of like being spunky and she definitely sarcastic. had the strongest intro of the crew. But but then like the 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 Phantom Ranger stuff happened, and she just kind of became like bad. girl who's in love, yeah. and it and she kind of lost a lot of. Her charm there. I hope she has a chance to get it back because I do think she has a lot of potential. But yeah. um, and maybe it's just because we saw a really Ashley focused episode, and we've had like a couple. I feel like with the fashion one and that. But I'm starting to like mm-hmm. Ashley a lot. She she just yeah, seems what? like she's doing yeah. her best. <laughs> and I she, don't she's think we had a Cassie focused episode that didn't revolve around the Phantom Ranger. Yeah, and that I hate blows. it. I hate it. That's a big bummer. That all. Because, like, yes, Ashley has episodes with, like, Carlos, but they're not about Carlos. They're, like, Carlos is her friend and helping her. Or she, like, in the fashion episode, it was, like, all her friends. And, like, Cassie was there. Or the tennis episode. Uh, <laughs> hey, what is the... T- well, oh, no, the tennis episode is a robot, but the first one to be realized to be a robot is Ashley. Um... So yeah, they really are focusing on Ashley. So I, I'm not surprised that next season she becomes like the female lead in a way. Yeah, because she becomes like a romantic interest to the Red Ranger. Yeah. Huh. Cool. <sighs> uh. Well, yeah. So so I I pretty much agree with everything y'all said. I I was really excited for Cassie. Uh, and I'm sure she'll end up getting some more stuff to do. Um, yeah, we, Carlos we still is, have what, like a whole another season with this crew after this. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, space. I don't remember. And so you know how I said I remember that thing about uh, about Carlos. I remember some stuff about TJ and space. I remember only the stuff with Ashley. I do not remember anything about Cassie, and that scares me. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah. folks who've watched ahead, uh-huh. when is the is the next cast shift at the start of? Lost Galaxy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, Lost Galaxy has opened up a whole new story. Yep. It, like, has nothing to do with the previous cast, except for, like, Bulk and Skull, I think, are a little bit in there. Well, they wanted to do, like, a clean cut, 
in Lost Galaxy, but we're going to see several Lost Galaxy, I mean, several previous characters show up in, La- in Lost Galaxy, permanent and non-permanent. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I pretty much agree. Carlos is my favorite right now. I... I want to like TJ more. I hope he gets more to do. I, um, I will say with TJ, TJ's definitely like, it, it, he's not my favorite, but I love TJ. Mm-hmm. And I, I've kind of said this before. He's the best leader we've had care- so far. Not just in terms of being good at being a leader, but just like, he's my favorite leader character. Like, Which I like him more than I liked shame. Jason, and I like him yeah. a lot more than Tommy. Which is a shame, because he's only the leader this season, and then he gets relegated to, like, happy, happy, like, mechanic, and we get another, like, moody, broody, loner leader. Oh, that, that, mm. Mm-hmm. Don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, although, honestly, as long as he doesn't have long hair, it's fine. As long as they don't do that again. <laughs> I was going to say, I, like, I liked Jason, but as the Gold Ranger more than the Red Ranger. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's very funny. Mike. I mean, honestly, that kind of that kind of uh, uh, goes with Tommy too. Tommy was more entertaining as mm-hmm. not the leader, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, f- I feel like often the leader character is boring, and and the side ga- guys get more like. Oh, and, and Fabi, be- d- d- don't worry. I know it was the joke. <laughs> <laughs> See, I want to believe that you knew, but part of me is like, does does he? Is he? Is this a bit, Michael? Is this a bit? So this is this is something that's kind of come up before. I have not watched the show ahead, but I have watched like you know the Linkara history, oh, the Power yeah. Rangers stuff. So like I know about the future of the show in the broadest, loosest strokes. Uh, so, but like I don't know the nitty gritty is the thing. Well, we're getting pretty close to in space. So uh, now that said, uh, I'm not. Gonna, we're not going to do questions this week. We ran a little long. Um, I do not apologize. No, nope, don't apologize. Nah, it was nah. <laughs> very important information. Uh, if you have questions, though, send them to us at Teens with Tude on Twitter. Teenagers with Attitude is our Facebook group, or Teens with Tude at gmail.com is our email address. Um, Mike, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, you can hear me and Fabby uh, on the Eidolon Pop campaign on Eidolon Playtest. Uh, here on Audio Entropy and on the Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash playtest. Uh, we've mentioned it before. It is an actual play podcast where, as the name implies, we are playtesting a system called Eidolon, Become Your Best Self, made by our friends Luke and Molly. And uh, it's extremely fucking good. Like, I, I, went on, I went on a really aggressive rant last week. Like, I'm so proud of what we're doing. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. yeah. I'm really proud of you too, and proud of like all y'all doing that. It's it's I, a really great show. I've said before, but it's the thing that I that we do as like a collective uh, collective that I feel the most like proud of. It's like, yeah, this is really good, and everyone should be listening to it. It's go. just um entirely, it's entirely audio entropy, and the fact that like the game is being made by. Luke and Molly, and then the players are all, you know, us. So, like, there's nothing in there that's, like, derivative of something else kind of thing, which yeah. is it's really cool. cool. Yeah, we're, we're not, um, like, we're not, like, uh, it's not a rewatch podcast. It's not, we're not discussing a, a fandom or a video game or anything. Like, it, this yeah. is just, like, we, we have a lot of nerdy inspirations, of course, but, like, this is, yeah. this is just us 
getting together and shooting the shit. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess transmission radio is another one that's like that, but it's, you know, it's been quiet for a while, understandably, and yeah, so, it's cool. Alright, uh, Fabby, is there anything else you'd like to plug? Uh, sure, you can find me on Twitter at Fabby underscore Garza, and there, if I do any more games work, you'll be the first to know. Uh, I am on Idle on Playtest, I'm also, like, more and more frequently on... I was about to, it's still true, I was about to call her my best friend, but uh, my best friend and my partner, uh, Cassidy's podcast, Strangers Fiction, have been showing up there a little bit more. We recently recorded a session that I don't know when, it might be out by the time you're listening, for uh, the She-Ra-inspired Firebrand's hack uh, for the honor. Um, it was a really good session. We did that last Tuesday. Uh, I played a bear girl. It was fun. Uh, it, we got into fights. There were bikes. There was a dance. Uh, and anyway, yeah. Uh, Strangers Fiction. It's really good. That, that's right, what I'm yeah, plugging. Check it out. That's a good one, too. Uh, and Emily, is there anything you'd like to plug? Well, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, this is Emeralds. Um, and uh, actually, I have a few stuff to plug this week because I was also on Strangers Fiction, and I also did a For Honor episode. I guess she's Ooh, she's nice. um, running two different groups with that. And well, uh, she's yeah, just was, running a, whoever shows sorry? up. I, I'm sorry for interrupting. I just said she's just running whoever shows up, basically. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's 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 a really fun game to play. I, I I am a little bit embarrassed because I didn't really get the game at first, and I kind of stumble a bit in the, in the front of the episode, but it ends up becoming a pretty fun session by the end of it. Um, so check that out. Uh, also, Warren Beast uh, just they did the last episode of um, War for Cybertron. I ended up not being on the episode, and I guess this is a good opportunity to say. Uh, why? I, I already wasn't feeling great that day, and then I started the episode up, and in the very, in the, in the episode we just recorded, I had praised the show for, like, having four girl Transformers in it, because, like, every Transformers show I've ever seen has, like, one mm-hmm. or two. Two is, like, a lot for a Transformers show. And there was four of them, and then the next episode, spoilers, opens up with one of them being torn apart by zombie robots. Bummer. Oh, good times! That's and I'm fun. like, no, no, thanks. I don't. I'm not wanting to cover this today. Fair I'm enough. already pissed off, and I saw that. Not happy, <laughs> so I didn't. I didn't get on the episode. But you, sh- you know, if you're still, if you like Warren Beast, you should still check it out. If you like Transformers, yeah. um, and another thing is, I, I'm gonna save this so that I do it. I'm gonna start streaming on Twitch. Um, I'm not sure exactly what the schedules is, but you know, watch for my Twitter for that. Yeah, there you go. Cool. And the Twitch is um, this is Emerald with no S at the end. Cool. Uh, and you can find me at Chinchy McChilla on Twitter uh, and listen to this show. I still like it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still like doing it. It's fun, uh, yeah. Despite so, everything we've done to it. <laughs> the moment you don't like doing it, this show's probably over, so we're all lucky you still like doing it. Because, <laughs> like, it's still like yeah, you're like 
Mike pay, does a lot of work and Eric also. But if you are not here every other week or most weeks, this show doesn't happen. So we're glad uh, well, you still like doing it. it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that's going to do it for us this week. Come on back next week and we'll have another one. Uh, for Teenagers with Attitude, I've been Zach. I've been Mike. I've been Emily. And I'm Fabi. And may the power protect you always. Let's go wings! Wild not wild. <laughs> Cross the wing stop. Just kick the ass of the Yellowstone Magic.